Hello, everyone, and welcome to Show Hoppers. Today we are covering only Murders in the Building, Season 1 in its entirety. We are going to run through our least favorite to favorite episodes of all 10 episodes in Season 1. I am Mr. Sal, a high school science teacher who just finished re-watching Only Murders in the Building, Season 1. Love it. And I loved this on second viewing as well. I was fortunate enough to share this this uh, watch through with a former student of mine watching it for the first time. He is my co-host. He is the greatest podcaster in the history of podcasts. The seer of series, a giant amongst ants. He is Kurt. Hello, Kurt. I thank you, Mr. Sal, for that nice introduction. You're welcome. That was good. That was good. Glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> All right, Kurt. I we well, we should probably go over what a, a recap is on Show Hoppers because we may have some new listeners here. So, on Show Hoppers, we are going to start with our number ten rated episode. Both Kurt and I will have two minutes to talk about our least favorite episode of the series of the season. Uh, and then we will move on up the line to number nine and all, all the way up until number one. Then number one, we'll each get two minutes to talk about that. And then we'll be done with e- with every episode. We will have talked for no more than two minutes each about every episode of season one. Then after that, we will talk about our favorite and least favorite titles of the season. Uh, and it's a good time. We will be timing each other. We will be cutting each other off mid-sentence if need be because nobody is going over two minutes in this podcast isn't that right kurt oh yeah i i'm i got the trigger finger i knew you did yeah well let's get right to it with our number 10 okay kurt i will um i well i i don't know if i won the coin toss but the coin toss dictates (laughs) that i go first and coin toss is sacred so i will go first with my number 10 episode of the season and you can start the timer and let me know when you do okay ready set go my number 10 episode of the season the my least favorite episode of the season is episode five twist i still gave it a nine out of ten i really do like the episode uh i felt a little bit claustrophobic during this episode because so much of it took place in cars either oscar's car or aphrodite which by the way aphrodite Everything with Aphrodite was fantastic. Although there are all there is some uh, some bit of scenes that happen in the van or whatever that vehicle is of the yard dogs, which is actually the best part of this whole episode. So the yard dogs are the highlights. Uh, the lowlights are probably uh, most of the Mabel and Oscar stuff, just not. All that into Mabel and Oscar as a couple at this point. I, I warm up to them by the end of the season, but at this early point, not all that into it. I did have a sense of danger here that helped because I, I always wondered if Mabel was in some danger with Oscar. But ultimately, uh, this this episode also isn't quite as funny as some of the other ones. Uh, eh, we do find out about uh, Angel and Tim Kono and so forth. Uh, with this jewelry fence but uh so this one's my least favorite episode of the season and i'm done okay uh 120 yeah i'm gonna try to keep it a little short today i'm, I'm feeling in a short mood <laughs> well, i mean th- these episodes are shorter than like hour-long episodes we, we normally cover so it's, <laughs> it should in theory take us half we should cut it down to like a minute or a minute 20 like in theory but well, whatever well i've gone to a minute 20 you want to do a minute 30 I guess, uh, yeah, I mean, there's still some overhead you got to go over, like, talk about it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, okay, minute 30. Do you want to do a minute 30 for the rest of the episode? Yeah, fine, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, hey, I don't want to talk you into something. If that's if that's No, 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 I, that, I think that's a, no, it's, it's, it's an excellent point. Okay, here we 30. go then. So are you ready for your number 10? I, I yeah, except if, if I go over a minute 30, I'm allowed to go to two minutes for this first one. Just for the first one? Yes. Okay. Okay, splendid. Ready? Yes. Ready, set. Uh, my least favorite episode of the season is also a twist, the fifth episode. I gave it an 8 out of 10, though, not a 9 out of 10. Uh, same reason Mr. Sal said, I mean, I, you know, I, I it's a big drop-off from the previous episode. Um, like, we didn't see Jan, no Cindy Canning. I didn't like just being in the car. And, like, I did not feel a sense of danger like Mr. Sal did, so I was not at all ever in fear for Mabel. Uh, we're stuck in, like, the... Is it, Mr. Sal, is it a dramatic irony? 
<laughs> yes, <laughs> dramatic irony. The dramatic irony of oh, they don't, they don't. There's this big misunderstanding, or at least a, you know, a, Charles and Oliver don't quite know what's going on, and so that I mean, like the the homoculture homies, the yard dogs, that was really funny. Uh, but yeah, most of it wasn't that great. Even when they get to like the the tattoo shop about the jewelry store, man, I I don't know. Like Tavo just never really mattered all that much. So yeah, just not that big into this episode. I end my time. One oh five. Yeah, yeah. We don't we don't need two minutes on each episode. Um, <laughs> just to put a bow on twist here because this was the same for both of us. Uh, I find kind of feel like the Arconia itself is kind of like a character in this series and to go almost in the entire episode without any of that character felt a little hollow and empty to me Fair, yeah the Arconia is a nice setting uh and it's a good it's good at, it's good for the story you know or those you know the story they're telling of trying to find this murderer and different things in the Arconia and different mm-hmm. things that happen in the Arconia, the drama of oh, the, the eviction and the uh, who done it and all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's almost like watching an episode of Ozark that's entirely set in Chicago. It's just, it just doesn't feel like Ozark. You're correct. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Although my favorite episode of Ozark <laughs> is primarily set in Chicago. So that's interesting. Favorite but, episode of Ozark does not take yeah. place at Ozark. <laughs> no, I mean, there is some in the Ozarks, but it's, yeah. it's very little. So, yeah, that's that's interesting. Uh, anyhow, uh, I, I'm fine with putting twist in the rearview mirror so that we can move on to number nine. All right, Kurt, you get to start since we snake the order with your number nine. Are you ready? I'm ready. Set. Go. My ninth favorite episode is the first episode. I gave it an eight out of ten true crime uh you know there's some humor in it i mean some of it is still really funny i notably the, the guy whose dad has als like really funny i love charles immediately from this episode maybe like that was okay oliver was just annoying to me though so mm-hmm. that was that was my immediate you know note off to the series and it is just kind of explaining what you would already know if you've seen the trailer like oh someone's dead and they're gonna start a true crime podcast so it's just kind of like we're we're getting the gears rolling and yeah, I guess that you know that, that's what it is. Just getting the gears rolling, it's okay. And I mean, I, I do eventually learn to like Oliver, and I liked Charles a lot in this episode. And Mabel, I, I like well, all the characters. I learned to like more, and they, they they do the characters really well in the series. But just the starting episode, mm, you know, just just not quite there for me. So that's all. I stopped my time. Fifty nine seconds. Wow. Uh, you know, it's funny because you were pretty down on Oliver in the beginning, and yeah. you en- you ended up as a putt nut. I arguably am a putt nut. Yeah, definitely between <laughs> putt nut was to Charles. Char- Char- Charles is a, a Hayden maiden. Hayden maiden. Yeah, it could yeah. be a Hayden maiden. I definitely, I definitely started off as a Hayden maiden, but yeah, I I might be a putt nut by the end of it. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, Oliver was probably my least favorite character. The starting the series start with yeah gotcha all right well i'm ready to do my number nine if you're ready yeah uh yeah yeah. uh the one thing i will say though well actually i can't talk about the episode anymore never mind yeah you can after i do my number nine (laughs) okay (laughs) uh ready set go my number nine is also true crime the premiere episode and this is really only because i'm unfamiliar with everybody and every place and everything at this point. So I'm just getting oriented into the universe. Uh, but I did, lo- I loved everything about the universe. That was great. You know, from the theme song to these opening little soliloquies about New York city that each of our three main characters have right to the end where we find out that Mabel was one of, uh, I'm sorry, that Tim Kono was one of Mabel's Hardy boys. Like, uh, so we get to, uh, some really interesting stuff right off the bat in this first episode, but it's just, I'm just not oriented into it yet, but this was like my orientation and, and that's great. That's fine. It was a wonderful premiere. I think, I think it's a, a fantastic pilot. Uh, it's just that because it's a pilot and I don't, I'm not familiar with everything yet. Everything else felt better than this. Uh, otherwise it's, it's a great episode. I did give it a nine and I'll stop there. One Oh three. Yeah. I mean, it's part of the reason why I didn't like it because it is a pilot, but I, I didn't give it some props that it did. 
like I really didn't like Oliver like a ton <laughs> and then it kind of it I, I forgot how it did buoy up Oliver a bit by the end when it was all for money yeah, yes that yes. I should I, I forgot to note that but I did like that but, but mm-hmm. we, we got a buoy up for Oliver of oh okay he's not just like the the comedian you know he's right uh, yep absolutely good. now folks I promise that number nine slot is the last slot occupied by the same episode for both of us that's all right, actually I, gotta, I, actually, I gotta swap my ratings, but now. Oh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that, that is actually really strange. I, I was not expecting that. We, we don't line up on any other episodes except for those bottom two. I mean, we don't line up, but we have them. Um, we're not far off. Anyway. We're not far off. I look, what's our farthest rating difference? Two. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Two. Yeah. My, my number one, in fact. I need some other ones like. Your oh, yeah, but anyway, yeah. Well, <laughs> We'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. We'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, are you ready to move on to number eight? Oh yeah, Mr. Uh, you start with number eight, or do I, I start? Do. Yeah, because no. uh, yes, you start I at do. ten. I start I with yeah. You're right. I start with number eight. Okay. Are you gonna start the timer? Go. <laughs> okay. My number eight episode is episode six to serve and protect. I gave this episode a nine. Uh, I really, I really loved everything going on with Detective D. I don't, I wish we knew her actual name, but with the detective, I, I liked all that. The Herman's Head stuff, fantastic. Uh, the stuff with Kiara, her, her wife, uh, that stuff was really good. I love that she walks in on Kiara listening to the Only Murders in the Building podcast, which was her case, and then she, well, she'd love to reopen it, but she can't because somebody wants it closed. Which we have not. We did not talk enough about that late in the season. Anyway, um, that stuff was all good. Uh, the stuff with at Mabel's mom's house, I, I'm less enamored with. Uh, a lot of Mabel Oscar relationship building stuff, which I, I'm I like them in a relationship. I think they're a nice couple in a relationship. I just wasn't interested in the relationship building that happened in this episode. So. Uh, that's that's what kind of anchors this episode down for me a bit but the other stuff is great the the detective stuff fantastic uh you know i think they end up with teddy as their prime suspect at the end of this episode which uh that is actually the best scene in the episode when they when they go to visit teddy uh and he tells them all about the what his family in greece is going to do when they hear Stop. Oh, you scared me, man. <laughs> that was scary. But did you stop is the question? I did. I did. Well, then it worked. I, uh, so am I right, though? Is that is the end of this episode when they when Teddy tells them about uh, Jimmy shows in the Jimmy Fallon clip? I think that's this one. He's happy and he's celebrating. It's is definitely it? this one. It's it's, definitely it can't this be. One. It can't be twist. So yeah, it has to be this no, one. It's definitely this one yeah, because it, the, the next episode. The next is one is yeah. So it has to yeah. has to be this one because they don't talk in the next yeah. one. And the last one was them in a car all day. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, are you ready to move on to your number eight? I am. Okay. Ready. Set. Go. Uh, my eighth ranked episode of the season. I gave a nine out of ten. It's the second episode. Who is Tim Kono? Uh. Notably better than the last two. I think a cut above the 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 last ones. And I this is when I really got into the Arconia. Like I loved the scene of Tim's memorial, meeting all the people, the possible suspects. Uh, that was super great. Meeting Arisola, the gut milk. This this is when I really got into the series. Basically, this is where I was really enjoying it. Oliver was no longer as bad as he used to be. You know, he he's just a man who loves his dip. Um, and yeah, I mean, this was a great episode of meeting everyone. Um, some drama between Mabel knowing that she knew Tim Kono and uh, learning a bit more about him, uh, and the history of the Hardy Boys, uh, along with meeting the other residents. I thought it was a great episode, so yeah, that's it. And my time, 15, oh, well, one minute then, okay, <laughs> one minute on the nose, okay, okay. all right. Well, I'll, I'll have more to say about that a little bit later, as you will have more to say about Serve and Protect later. But in the meantime, we move on to number seven. Mm-hmm. Ready, set, go. My seventh favorite episode of this season is The Sting. Uh, fourth episode of the season. Gave it a nine out of ten. It's 
good. It's funny. I love Cindy Canning in this. Cindy Canning is a character I am excited for in season two. I, I think she'll be a bigger role in season two than she was in season one. Uh, Tina Fey, I guess, is a pretty good actor. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the first time I've seen her. Uh, but anyway, that, that's great. Uh, Charles going out with Jane, I thought was great. I loved that. So like I, those two, I loved so much. Uh, Oliver being the the boss of everyone, he's the leader. <laughs> they poisoned his dog. That was hysterical. I loved that. And Sting, I enjoyed seeing Sting. Except, I mean, I it probably fell into deaf ears a lot of the Sting jokes. I know they referenced the police and the other stuff that I did not realize at the time because I didn't know Sting was really a singer, or I yeah I, I didn't know of Sting. So. Take that as you will, but um, I guess it affects the rating in some ways or another. But it is—I I still enjoyed the episode overall, so it is what it is. And um, yeah, I love the uh, Cindy Canning stuff. I was narrating this episode too, so yeah, good episode. I had my time. One seventeen. Yeah. Cutting a little close there, Kurt. <laughs> Sorry, Mister Sal. I'll—I'll be—I'll mo- watch out next time. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I guess I'm ready to do my number seven. Ready, set, go. My number seven rated episode was episode two, Who is Tim Kono? So I put this one notch ahead of where Kurt had this episode. Uh, I do, I, I think you said everything that I, almost everything that I want to say about this episode, you've already said. Uh, I'm very excited that this is the episode that, that, this episode hooked you into the series so much because it was the second episode. And so we watched, or we covered uh, episode one and two at the same time. So that was great. Um, the, I guess the, you're absolutely right. The meeting with all the tenants is so good. It's, I mean, it's fantastic stuff. The dips, obviously wonderful. Uh, I, there were a lot of flashbacks in this episode, which is, it was very interesting to see. So we get to see um, a, a lot about you know, Oscar and Zoe and Mabel and Tim early days. Uh, we even have one conversation between Mabel and ghost Tim, which is, also very interesting. Mabel discovers the jewels uh, in Tim's Hardy Boys books. So this is definitely a nice hook of an episode. Uh, definitely felt like we didn't need to get to know the characters so much, like at least our three main characters. So welcome edition. Loved it. Nine out of 10. I'm done. 115. Okay. All right. Excellent job, Mr. Sal. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Now, anything you want to add about who is Tim Kono? Because we're done with that episode now, too. Uh, no, um, no, I, I, I guess I wish we got to meet some of the characters more like, uh, the therapists, uh, Mrs. Hidoko, you know, we didn't meet them all that much. They were just kind of uh, a lot more side characters, like Howard, we got to know a lot more. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Mrs. Hidoko. Who's Mrs. Hidoko? It's the, um, the neighbor to, um, Tim Kono. Oh, Indeedy? Indeedy, yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know her last name. Yeah. There you go. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I think it's time then that we move on to number six. Okay. Well, are you ready, Mr. Sal? I am. Okay. Ready, set, gozies. My number (laughs) six rated episode of the season. I gave it a nine out of 10. It's episode four, The Sting. I feel I just feel bad for Kurt that he doesn't know who Sting is, and so he missed out on all those wonderful references. I we can't say who it is, but he'll be watching you. Every little thing he does is magic. It's Sting. Uh, great stuff. I, I love that. I love the Cindy Canning stuff. Cindy Canning is is uh, hysterical in this in this episode, uh, and this is also the Porky Pig Bugs Bunny episode where we learn a lot about Charles and we learn about his relationship with Emma and who Lucy is and how the reason why it's so hard for him to open up to Jan, but in the end he does open up to Jan and it's, it's a really great scene to watch. Their, their date was great as well. So uh, this is I, this the scene or the episode with the, the cross courtyard instrumental flirtation, which is also terrific. So uh, great episode. Uh, maybe not quite as funny as some of the others, but still, Great stuff. Good character development. I'm done. Okay, 109. Okay. All right. Anything else you want to say about the sting? No, no. I mean, irrelevant singer. Irrelevant singer. 
Oh my god. Okay, let's then uh, let's let's hear what you have to say about number six, then, shall we? Yeah, Ready? yeah, yeah. Set, go. My sixth favorite episode. Gave it a nine out of ten. Uh, sixth episode of the season. Mr. Sal's already covered it. To serve and protect. I liked it much more than Mr. Sal did, or at least enough that I gave it two higher rating scores. Uh, cause I like the episode. Um, I, one one reason I think I like it a lot more is it's it's a it's a good return to form compared to the last twist episode okay so <laughs> i i greatly enjoyed that and i loved seeing stuff from detective d's perspective i like detective d as a character i, I thought she was enjoyable she, she's kind of fun so um she was glad to see it i agree and i didn't care too much for the mabel oscar stuff but that didn't bother me too much i love uh teddy happy about the jimmy phone stuff and um charles he's not sure if he wants to continue the podcast with how mabel feels about it and whatnot and uh, oh, yeah, I, I guess it might be because of the last episode, but I, I, I do love this episode. We learned gut milk has alcohol in it. That's great. <laughs> um, I, I, this just seems like wins to me. It's great. So, um, that's it. I'll, I'll, um, I end right there. Want to wait? Huh. Yeah, this is a very well placed episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Is there anything, like, anything you want to add on that? No, uh, no, I, I just. I, I don't want to trash it because I, I do. I gave it a nine out of 10. I really like the episode, but it is well placed to be right after twist because it is a welcome uh, kind of return to form here. And I don't think I said enough about the Teddy Demas scene when I talked about it, because that scene is so good. It's, he's a grave robber. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's great stuff. Okay. Well, I believe now it is time to move on to number five. Okay, Kurt, ready, set, go. My fifth favorite episode of the season. Uh, I gave it a nine out of ten, my last nine. Uh, it's the ninth episode of the season, the penultimate double time. Uh, it's, I mean, often it's my best nine out of ten, so it's great. It's not a ten out of ten, it's a nine out of ten, but it's a good nine out of ten. Okay, we see Jan's perspective. And immediately, I'm suspicious that she's the killer. Uh, I'm surprised she lived. I thought she, I thought she died from last episode, but she didn't. And I love Saz. Saz is so good in this episode. Jane is so good. I, you know, Jane and Charles are pretty good. Uh, Saz reading everything uh, so well. That's great. And um, you know, Charles wants to leave the the gang and whatnot. Uh, and that's mostly the episode. I like the ending of um, Charles going to go see Jane play. And meanwhile, uh, Mabel and Oliver discover that the bassoon cleaner is not a sex toy. So it's, you know, a good hang for the next episode, too. A good, a good hanger for it. So I like the episode pretty good. So that's it. Okay, 111. Okay. All right. Take that, Mr. Sal. I will. Okay. And so you'll I take your turn then? Yes, okay. I will. Well, if you're taking your turn, are you ready then? Yes. Okay, ready, set, go. My number five rated episode is episode three. How well do you know your neighbors? This is the first uh, episode um, that I've talked about so far on this podcast that I've given a 10 out of 10 to. And everything from here on out will be 10 out of 10 as well. So how will the inner neighbors? Uh, this is our first introduction to Jan. We, they, she and Charles meet on the elevator. There's instant chemistry there. Get, get it, Mr. Savage. Uh, that, that was great. Um, Howard, oh, the, the interview with Howard, the cat man, uh, is just perfect. It's, I mean, right down to there's the other cat staring down at them in portrait form and charles saying it's almost as like as if she's saying you're being recorded like, gr great stuff there as well the, we we get a lot more backstory about oliver uh with with uh his history with teddy with splat uh it makes him i think more sympathetic uh, i i love the the guessing game that he and teddy play about the age you know, I, I was young and foolish. You were 58. And again, you were nearly 60. So that's, that's all great stuff as well. Uh, this, this, this is a terrific episode. Uh, that's why it's my, my first 10 out of 10 so far. Okay, yeah, one, I'll stop it. 123. Okay. Okay. Well, that, that moves us up the ladder to 
Number four. Okay. Are you ready, Mr. Sal? I sure am. Okay, ready, set, go. My number four rated episode is the episode nine, the penultimate episode, double time, 10 out of 10. Good stuff from Saz. I mean, Saz, just the idea of Saz is hysterical. The, the idea that this woman is like the, the same body measurements as Charles Hayden Savage and, and, and it doubles not only for his action sequences, but also his sex scenes and steals his girlfriend. And like, it, it's, it's wonderful. It's perfect. It's good stuff. I put so much emphasis though, in this episode on the end. I love this ending. I was not at all dissatisfied with the reveal that it was Jan. Uh, I, I was a sufficiently, mesmerized confused and shocked and uh and simultaneously thinking oh yeah i see now okay uh when charles sits down next to the guy who says you know his his girlfriend is a prodigy the uh, first chair bassoonist uh and i i'm thinking wow jan's got two boyfriends one much younger than her uh but no charles uh jan is not the first chair bassoonist uh and and that's enough to tell you, oh, it's Jan. And you get that, you get to stew on that for another week until you get the next episode. So I love it. I think it's a great episode. I'm done. Wow. 129. Ooh. Darn. <laughs> I was going to scream. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would have I had a you know, minor <laughs> cardiac episode. I'm so, I'm so excited. I was salivating. Okay. Salivating. Anyway. Oh, nice. Okay. Well, I'm ready to hear about your number four. I'm good to go. Okay. Ready, set, go. My fourth favorite episode of the season is the third episode. Gave it a 10 out of 10. How well do you know your neighbor? So the the series started off with an eight, then a nine, then a 10, right? The the Oliver arc continues (laughs) because this is where like I'm fully now I like Oliver because this is Oliver's episode. Of you know we we see that intro scene. I'm gonna hit more on Oliver than you did because uh, you I, I love the Howard scene. That was my favorite scene <laughs> in the episode. But speaking on Oliver, right? We get the the first scene is Oliver's flashback of the splash and everything. Um, throughout the episode, his auditioning scenes are so great. I mean, it eventually ends with Sting, and uh, we see his dog getting poisoned. I mean, that's obviously feel bad for Oliver there. But he also he has a very human, or at least more sympathizing um, scene when he talks to Charles when Charles is down. And like, you know, lets him know his failure tries to, you know, up him up, tells him about Splash, the, the disaster it was. So uh, this episode really made me love Oliver. Like, and all of it, it was just a, a great episode in general. I mean, when they even saw Teddy and Teddy tells Theo, you know, hide the hummus, he has a problem. Like, that's great as well. It's it's a really great episode. Like, I, I, I don't think there's anything I dislike about this episode. It's all great. So this is, yeah. And it was the third episode. It made me love the series. So. That's it. I had my time. 119. Huh? I can't believe I didn't even mention the audition scenes. Those are the, my favorite thing about this episode. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. So great Oliver episode. It is. You're right. It is. Okay. Well, it's time for number three. Okay, Kurt, ready? Set. Go. And it's all open and shut, Mr. Sal. The episode name. The 10th episode gave it a 10 out of 10. I gave the finale. It's my third favorite episode of the season. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. I still give it a 10 out of 10. Uh, it, is, like, it still is a good finale. I don't I don't hate the finale. I mean, I have caveats as to why it's probably here. Because, you know, it's a season finale. It's fine. I just feel like the intro sequence is a bit baity. Uh, but besides that, I mean... It's it is a really good finale. Like, I love the Tim Kono talking in the beginning sequence. I love that so much. I love the humor that they still have in this episode with like all the elevator stuff. Jan's funny. Charles is so funny. I mean, his imaginary speech is. I you mean, know, Mr. Salbos loved it. Uh, that was great. It's 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 a fitting feeling like uh, ending to season one for the storyline of Jan being the murderer. It all makes sense. It works. I think they gave fair enough clues. I, I'm not angry. I didn't get it on the clues alone. Although I did guess Jan at some point quite hardly. So I'll, I'll, I'll take somewhat credit that I got it right. Even though I technically didn't. Uh, I'll just take that. So it's good. And I'm excited for season two because I don't have to wait very long for it. So we'll, we'll see how they, they deal with what happened to them. I had my time. 
Okay, 120. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy, you really don't have to wait very long for it. I don't. I'm very happy about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is coming around the corner. Holy cow. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. In fact, by the time you all hear this episode, I can uh, say that we are mere days away from the premiere of season two. Very exciting stuff. Okay, we'll talk more about that in the outro. But for now, I think uh, it's time for... Where are we? Am I? It's your go now. Yeah, it's my turn. Okay, so my turn to talk about my number three. You ready? Mm -hmm. Are you ready, set, go. All right, my number three rated episode is episode eight, fan fiction. I am so in love with this episode. I, I, I was in love with it from the moment I saw it. This is the episode that I predicted kurt's 10 rating before he even uh saw the episode i I was not right and think and saying that it would be his favorite episode at at the moment but i was close enough i said he'd give it a 10 out of 10 and he did uh the i mean the fans in this episode make the episode the fans planted outside of the arconia talking about hayden's maidens and maybellines and putt nuts uh wearing the, the the homemade merch and then getting pulled in to help solve the mystery is, is phenomenal. I also love the little feud that Oliver has with Jan, uh, especially regarding the pizza rolls. <laughs> These pizza rolls are dry and he get some dip. Uh, it's, it's, it's funny. It's meta. It has an interesting plot twist in the end when you say, think, oh, of course it's the Demises. But no, it can't be the Demises. This episode has everything. 10 out of 10. I'm done. Yeah, 114. Okay. All right. I guess then we'd better move on to number two. Are you ready, Mr. Sal? Sure am. Okay. Ready, set, go. My second rated episode of the season is episode seven. The Boy from 6B. This is one of the more brilliant episodes of television that I've ever seen. Because, I mean, it's one thing to say, okay, we're going to set this from the character perspective of a deaf person, so uh, you're not going to hear any dialogue. And then show the whole thing from his perspective and have it be you know, only lip reading and, and, uh, and sign language. But then to continue that theme of you're not hearing anything into all the other scenes that don't even include Theo. You know, the, the Scrabble sexting, the texting in the basement of the funeral home. Like, everything is inaudible until the very last three words. It's brilliant. I love it. And the sexting, by the way, is one of the funnier things in this whole season. I, I, I do love that, the Scrabble sexting. Uh, really, really funny. Uh, so yeah, th- this is a brilliant episode. Learning about Theo, learning about the Demises in general, uh, is also very interesting. Uh, yeah, so, so it's fin- it's fantastic. Nothing bad to say about this episode. Ten out of ten. Done. Okay, one fourteen. That's the same as I was last time. All right, consistent. You're accurate, Mister Sal. Stop. <laughs> All right, it's precision, folks. Okay. Uh, on to Kurtz number two. What a nerd! <laughs> That's fine. I, I'll take the nerd, the nerd label. I don't know what's more nerdy: you correcting me or me knowing that you correct me. So I said it that. So. Uh, All right. Uh, let's go on to Kurtz number two. You ready, Kurt? I'm ready. Yeah. Ready, set, go. Okay. My second favorite episode of the season. Uh, I gave it a 10 out of 10. It's the eighth episode. It is fan fiction. Uh, Mr. Sal is right. I did give it a 10. because I do love that like meta humor so much. Yum. Love that. Okay. Uh, in Centaur World, love the bird tars, right? At least uh, the concept of the bird tars. That, that was uh, Mr. Sal, not so much. Maybe it was the bird part of the tar. I don't know. I was digging this whole meta stuff. Wrong I series. <laughs> Centaur World bird tars. <laughs> I liked uh I like the fans. The fans uh, made this episode really great. You know, that was great. I loved uh Charles and Jan could not stop telling them how much you know they're dating and they're having sex. That was really funny. Uh so it, it's great. It's a good like kind of 
we're 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 looking through the clues again, right? It's it's a nice like um, recap of the series, kind of looking through the evidence, sifting through why is it this, why isn't it this, and you kind of overlook something with Teddy and Theo. But I mean, by the end of the season, it's known, and we learn the big bombshell. Oh wait, Tim Kono was poisoned before he was shot. Gasp. So, it it, it yeah, really good episode. Really funny too. I end my time. One twenty. Right. And then you want to say on that, Mr. Sale? Well, what did I no, say? Well, back just the, this this fact that you spent a third of your time talking about Centaur World is <laughs> really yeah. interesting. So I, I, it's a it's a very fair parallel, though. I mean, very very fair. Bird tar? The, just the meta part of it. The, the idea that it's a it's a fans within fans, the show. Fans yeah. of a podcast who started the podcast because they were fans of a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah no, actually yeah, that's even more true i guess central world's more meta than this because central world they're a fan of their journey but why they uh, like here they're actually making a podcast and they're just fans of the, the podcast they're making so it's right not as, you know it's not as meta right because it's intended to be consumed by others yeah 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 they're just enjoying their podcast yep. so it's not yeah but mm-hmm. pretty good though gotcha all right uh, a fan fiction is one that I immediately fell in love with. It's one that I, I really stuck out when I thought, okay, we're going to do a rewatch of Only Murders and Building. Like, I was really excited. Really? That's the one that stuck episode. out. Yeah. Was, oh. yeah. That's one of my that's, number one pick stuck out. No, I mean, I, I remember doing number one pick, uh, but I, I didn't remember the brilliance of it. So, all right. Okay. Speaking of number one pick, let's move on to number one. Okay, Kurt, you ready? Mm-hmm. Set, go. My favorite episode of uh, Only Murders in the Building, season one, is the seventh episode. I mean, you could have deduced it. Gave it ten out of ten. The boy from Six B. This is a fantastic episode. Uh, it's. I mean, there's probably episodes in other series where the, the characters are silent, but this is so well done. You learn so much, right? Both the, in terms of the history, now from um, Theo's perspective as to what happened and what happened to Zoe eventually, but also um, the trio that we know, the information they learn, well, mostly the other two, Charles and Janner, having sex, uh, sexting Scrabble, that was, but also that's hysterical. So it's, it's a fantastic episode. It, it's, it's such a bold choice to do, and they did it so well. The, the episode comes perfectly... It, I think about it reminds me of kind of international assassin in terms of just like this, like gutsy thing to do it for a, for a show. Maybe not as gutsy as international assassin because international assassin was really gutsy. They're still at least in the Arconia and whatnot, but I, it, it's a stylistic choice that I think could have gone terribly wrong. It did not in this case though. And I, I greatly enjoyed it. So I'll end, I'll end it there. One fifteen, okay. International Assassin, of course, being the leftovers season two episode eight, which we did uh, cover. Yeah, we yes, go back and listen, watch the leftovers, watch the whole thing, listen to our coverage of the whole thing. Uh, that is the, these two episodes. I'm glad that you mentioned that one with this one because those are two of the most brilliant episodes of television that I've <laughs> seen. So, yeah, that's that's good stuff. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. All right, it's this is it's such a good episode. It's a very reasonable number one for you. You'll get no criticism from me for picking that number one. You'll get a criticism from me. I sure one. I will. Yep. You want you want you want to share your number one with the class? I guess I will. Sam? Okay. I guess I will. Ready, set, go. My number one episode of the season, my favorite episode of the season, is the finale, open and shut. I found this ending to be funny, satisfying, fair, uh, and engrossing. I found it to be everything. I, I, I thought this was such a perfect finale to this series. Uh, I, I really, I think the funniest moment in the whole season is Charles's uh, speech that wasn't actually quite his speech, uh, but his, the, his brain speech, his mind, his, his head speech. Uh, and then seeing him in the chair afterwards, I just, I, I lost it. I think it's hysterical. Uh, Jan, I, I think once you know it's Jan and you hear it all laid out, you look back at it and think, yeah, that, that all tracks quite well. This is, this is good stuff. You know, they, they did their homework. They, they set it up right. And it paid off, really paid off. Uh, I will say that I, I missed uh, the Demises. I, 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 
was sad that we didn't get having more Demises at this point in the season, but uh, but that's okay. I hope that we get some Demas in the season too. But uh, this is a great episode. Not perfect finale. All done. One sixteen. I will not say perfect finale. No. What would, what's what's flawed about? Oh, you told me what. Yeah. You don't. Like, you don't uh, like the, the same. Open. Yeah. Yeah. I think the the opening like into. Yeah. Basically that. Yeah. By opening, I mean the opening of season of episode one, not the yeah. opening of this episode, which is Tim Kono's soliloquy, which yeah, you love. Oh, I love, I love that. Yeah. yeah, I do love that. Yeah, and it's and the rest of it is really good. But to be honest with you, like the boy from Six B, like come on, like come on. Oh shoot, I forgot about come the on. devil. Come on, yeah. Like, we're talking uh-huh. Theo Demas here, uh-huh. the legend. Oh, with his dad Teddy. Yeah, uh, you'll get no argument against support from Six B. I think it's a legitimate number one choice. I I happen to love this finale though. I, I think it, I, oh, okay, I didn't, okay. mention, well, I didn't oh. even mention that you know the, the syndicating thing at the end where this is now a podcast about them murderers. Yeah, it's is is wonderful. And I, Cinda, by the way, is my prime suspect for season two. Yeah, I mean that that's a big question about who's done this possible framing or um warning or yeah what, what what's up with this yeah, yeah so i i'm i was ex- i love it also because i think it's a great setup for season two i I, I'm exci- this- I will say it does make me excited to see season two i at least i know like yeah. look, right off the bat like <laughs> they've been taken to like jail or you know they're they're, they're taken to so they've been arrested <laughs> so yeah. Um, yeah yeah definitely definitely i'm intrigued so no, it's definitely people interest for season two. It's just, it's just to me the boy from Six B and fan fiction, or like, they're really good episodes. They're terrific. I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't want to take anything away from Open and Shut, but I'll happily build up Boy from Six B and fan fiction. They're, okay. they're wonderful. Yeah, by putting them on top of Open and Shut. Yeah. No, that's what you've done. No, that's what I've done, and that's what I'll stick to. All right, well, we are open and shut on our top 10 here. Uh, but let's move on then to our favorite and least favorite titles of the season. So you just finished talking about, no, I just finished talking about open and shut. So uh, we're going to start with what we think is the worst title of the season. All right. And then from there, uh, we're going to take a guess at each other's. So why don't you go ahead and try to guess what I think the worst title of the season is? Honestly, yeah. I mean, maybe this is me playing my hand. I shouldn't say this. I don't think the titles are all that bad. And I agree. The series. I um, think they're pretty good. They're pretty good at remembering what happened in the episode for the most mm-hmm. part. Like, so, yeah, some of them, like Double Time, probably I'll forget about Saz and I'll read Double Time. But what, is it, what happens in Double Time? But I'll oh, yeah, Saz comes, just kind of random. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, Saz. Except Saz just kind of solves some bits. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but that, yeah, but it, like I look at these episode titles and I can think about what happened each of these episode titles pretty mm-hmm. well. So it's, these are all in all pretty good episode titles. What would you say is the worst? You, you know, you're not a big Twizzler guy. Uh, that's something I know <laughs> about you, Mister Sally. You're not big into Twizzlers. Are you big into Twizzlers? I like Twizzlers. Mm, see, you just say that to make people. Uh, like, they they do like have Twizzlers. wheat in them, and I have a son who's allergic to wheat, so I, I don't. So you're not big into Twizzlers. You don't, don't buy, buy Twizzlers. Twizzlers. I don't yeah, buy Twizzlers. I used so to. Not... I used to. I used to keep Twizzlers around at all times. Eh, so you're not too big into Twizzlers. Never were. Never have been. Uh... <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I think I. Well, okay, fine. The Twister board game, Mister Sal. You you big into playing Twister? I do not. Not like board game. It. Sorry, it's like a party game. I, uh, I don't know. Okay, party. Uh, yeah, some the math. Yeah, you're not a big not, Twister guy. Not a Twister fan. No. Yeah, you're not a big Twister guy. Like Twizzlers, Twister. I I think you pick Twist, your least favorite episode. Okay, uh, title. Not not my title. Least favorite, oh, my least favorite episode. And you yeah, said, double A. Okay, I see what you're saying. Okay, uh, all right. Uh, and I think you gave it double you, time. Wow. Well, oh, oh, I see. That was quite meta too. Okay, I think that your least favorite episode is is Twist. <laughs> I think you, any reason you? Well, not and not because of Twizzlers or the board game. Uh, I think it's it's your least favorite episode because I don't like my oh. soft served ice cream twist. No, no like a just one flavor. Oh, okay. No, no, yeah, no, no. nice try though. No, I, I think that it doesn't 
like every episode could have a twist. You could, could be considered to have a twist, really. <laughs> and so it doesn't help you remember what happened in this episode. And I know that's what you look for the title. I got I got a good title for it. Okay. All in. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> uh so I will tell you that Twist was on my short list for worst title, but was not my least favorite title. Oh, was it true crime? No. It really? Was to, it was to serve and protect. Now see, why is that compared to Twist? Like, so, why is that worse than Twist? Tell me. Mine was Twist. Protect, yeah, I figured it was. But yeah, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> but to serve and protect, like, I actually, like, don't, I remember not liking that episode but then I watched it. I was like, no, this is actually pretty good. But I think it was the title that was dissuading me because there's like not a lot of copying happening in that episode. No, but it's, it's the episode centered around the detective, though. But I mean, and only kind of. I mean, kind of. Okay. But, okay. but we're, we're still in her head. Like, you know, we. Yes. She gets it's, where she comes, it's where she comes mom, into yes. the fold, kind of. Yes. You know, maybe besides yes. the first episode where she's shown. Yeah. So I think it's a good yeah. title for that. Like, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like it. It's, 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 like, it didn't. If they, I'll, I'll, tell right now, more... Michelle, I'll tell you right now, I'll tell right now. If months go by, I look at the title, I, I could look at to serve and protect and go, oh, yeah, that's when the detective comes into the place. Twist? Yes. The only reason I'll remember Twist, I'll go, oh, it's that episode I didn't like in the car. Yeah. Nothing to do with it being titled Twist. I think it's uh, terrible yeah. that's how Twist. So, that, yeah. that, so that's why I give Twist the bottom spot. Yeah, it's it's reasonable. That was on my short list. Another episode that was on my short list was True Crime. Yeah. I, I thought True Crime and Twist were the worst. I think by notable distance, but somehow you you went and thought to mm-hmm. serve and protect, which uh, yeah. I mean, by all means, I guess if that's, if that's what you want to say, Mister Sal. Okay, well let's let's talk, let's guess each other's best titles. That I think your favorite title is fan fiction. I think uh, I think you're you love the concept <laughs> of fan fiction. I think you love oh the, how me, how meta it is. Uh, I, right. I think that actually I think the title is part of why you like the episode so much. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, yeah. The, I I think you kind of tipped your hand when you talked about fan fiction and about how much you love the that meta fan fiction of it. Yeah. So the title actually is, oh, okay. is actually meta about meta the episode. So yeah. So I think fan fiction is your favorite title. Okay. Uh, um, man, you said to serve and protect was your least favorite what's your favorite maybe twists your favorite i don't know <laughs> no twist was on my short list for, for I mean, mercy no who knows Mr. okay so the sting i could see you saying this thing i don't think you say your neighbor i don't think you say who is tim kono double time no maybe fan fiction open a show seems too cookie cutter the boy from 6b maybe um i don't know like how much you like sting and if the sting is like appeals to you at all um i'll say you said uh the boy from 6b okay so what did you say i said fan fiction yeah you did you know why you said fan fiction <laughs> did you also say fan fiction because that is objectively the best title <laughs> yes absolutely i said fan fiction it's such a good title it's a good it's a good title and everything i said about it when i guessed it for you uh, applies to me as well. Oh, I should have done the good old fashioned just choose what they choose chose for you. <laughs> It'll work. Yeah. yeah, fan fiction's good stuff. I love that title. Great episode. Great title. This is a good. All title. right. All right. I, I mean, other well, we're well, something on your short list. Like, I, so for uh, me, it's fan fiction. The boy from Six B were my two favorite. Uh, the my, my second favorite is Double Time. Okay, fair enough. I yeah. it, is, it is really good for us. That's true. It was, so not the yeah. thing. Okay. okay. Now, you know, the sting, I, I have a little bit of a quibble with the sting because there is no sting operation in the sting. But there right? is the sting. as in Wait, the maybe I don't know what a sting operation is. <laughs> That's very It possible. might be. They do bring the turkey dinner as like a, like a front. Yeah. I, would, I, I think you could argue it's a sting operation. Oh, man. Like what else is a sting know. operation? Not, well, it's 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 when when the uh, law enforcement uh, attempts to catch a person committing a crime. Well, yeah, so, so the, they're trying to get him to admit the, it by bringing down a nice turkey dinner. No, but he's not about they're it. Not, they're not getting it to. They're getting to admit it, not commit it. Like that, that's the difference there. Oh, like you, yeah, okay. So you expect the crime to take place. It's almost like entra- entrapment, it. like kind of, yeah, yeah. But, so, so you, they can't do that though, Mister Sal. Yeah, no, I guess not. 
So yeah, so that's my only minor quibble with the sting is I didn't really feel like there was a sting operation. Well, so what do you want them to do? Like put out like a, a like fake Tim Kono body <laughs> and then wait for them to come like like this, this sting to come and get it? And they're like, oh look, uh, we've got you now, sting. I don't know. I don't know. It's not my job to come up with these things. No, it's not. <laughs> and I can see why. Uh, is, I'm right, exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I am going to plant a flag right now and say that the murderer in season two is Syndicate. Would I, you like to plant Syndicate? I, I don't want to say the same flag as you. I think Syndicate is a pretty good guess, better than what I can guess. Um, I'll say the fans. One of the fans. Okay. All right. Sounds good. All right. Well, folks, just so you know, today, well, if you're listening to this on the day that it drops, today, is thursday uh june 23rd no that can't be right is that right what are we trapping this (laughs) i don't know top of my head (laughs) uh no it would be oh Oh. not be it would be 30th okay thursday june 30th okay so today's thursday june 30th which means actually I was wrong earlier. The, the episode uh, already came out. The episode already came out. So sorry about that. <laughs> if you're listening to this and you haven't already realized, it's out. First episode yeah, one and is. two. It, it, it is two. out. Yeah, episodes one and two have, have have come out. They were they came out on Tuesday. Today is Thursday, uh, the 30th. But we will drop we will be dropping coverage of those two episodes that we have not seen yet at the time of this recording. Uh, we'll be watching. We'll be dropping coverage of those two episodes uh, on Sunday, July third. So you get a couple of days. We're trying something new here. We don't usually drop on Sundays, but we're going to give you a couple of days to listen to the podcast before you watch episode three on July fifth. Like I said, the, the listeners are fleecing us here, Mister Sal. They're getting it a day early. Can you believe it? <laughs> yeah, I know. Outrageous! Right? Outrageous! How? <laughs> uh, not possible. Anyway. <laughs> anyway so that's the story so so that's our and we will cover we will be doing that for the entire season of only murders in the building we will drop coverage of last week's episode on sunday before the next episode am i making sense kurt yeah okay yeah question mark i don't (laughs) i don't know about the question mark at the end there but okay uh regardless we also i should tell you that next week we have Better Call Saul starting back up, uh, at least uh, Showhopper's coverage of it. We'll be dropping our Better Call Saul Season 6 Part 1 recap uh, just in time for Better Call Saul Season 6 Part 2 to start up again uh, the week of uh, actually on July 11th. So that will be very exciting as well. Uh, we've got lots of back catalog, The Leftovers, Lost, Russian Doll, Centaur World, Ozark, all of Ozark, all of Centaur World, all of The Leftovers. Uh, some black mirror dexter new blood got lots of stuff there check it out it's fun share the podcast around give us five star ratings and reviews email us at showhopperspodcast at gmail.com did i miss anything thank you for listening